0: Hey, what's up everybody? Thank you for downloading episode 111 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hey, there's so much activity going on post Max Fun Drive and where we're directing all of it around the We Got This community is our Facebook group, which you can join right now. We are in the midst of overturning one of our episodes and as of this recording, I don't know which one it is. And if you want to know and you want to be involved in the next stage of this process, it's very easy. Go to Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Also, if you want to help the show out, go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Tell people why they should be listening to We Got This, and they will. You have that power. It was inside you all along. But for now, here's episode 111 of We Got This with Mark
1: and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi.
0: Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle, once and for all, liquid, bar,
1: or foam soap. That's right, don't worry everyone, we got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes they should. No they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm, you know what? You're right. We got this. Oh, hey, sorry, Hal. I had to go wash my hands. Again? Uh, yeah, I do it thousands of times a day. It's really getting old. Yeah, you, do you have any skin left on your hands? No, I look like uh I look like John Connor in The Terminator. <laughs> Not John Connor. Oh man, I ruined that whole bit. <laughs> <Darn it. laughs> well, you better go wash your hands again. No, I gotta go wash my hands. I'll be right back. Okay. And I'm back. Okay. Thank goodness. Better.
0: Well, hey, uh when you washed your hands. Mm -hmm. Did you use uh, bar soap, liquid soap, or foam soap?
1: Well, I'll tell you, Hal. Sometimes I use bar soap. Sometimes I use liquid soap. But foam soap can rot in a shallow grave. Wow. (laughs) In case you haven't guessed, listeners, today we're talking about soap.
0: Yeah. Bailey Brown asked this question. I was asking on Bailey's behalf, and now I feel
1: like I'm being attacked. No, no, you're not. You know what's being attacked? Foam soap. Because foam soap is nothing but an excuse for a large box store or a restaurant or some sort of business that has a public restroom to not spend any money on soap. Well, now, hold on a second, because sometimes
0: you can get foaming soaps at home. It's not just at
1: restaurants. You can buy a foaming soap. If you're buying foaming soap for home, you're a masochist. Wow. Now, why do you feel so strongly about Because soap? I feel here's – here's why I don't like foam soap. Foam soap to me is playing to the lowest common denominator in this society. As a society, these businesses are saying, hey, dummy, we don't think you're smart enough to know how to make soap foamy. So we're going to do it for you. Like, I feel like it's such a, foam soap to me is insulting. Well, you've come out swinging hard. I guess I didn't. Feel well, I just want to eliminate that one right off the bat. OK, geez. Uh, I'm OK
0: with that, I guess. I mean, I don't hate because it doesn't feel. I guess I get the point of what you're saying. I didn't, I didn't think you were going to come out and just knock one off the
1: shelf or, you know, right off the bat. I will say while I am, while I am ranting, I'm also kind of smiling and giggling. Of course, you're so, having the time of your life. I'm having the time of my life just digging into foam soap for no reason. So would you say foam soap is like your Guy Fietti? Foam soap is my Guy Fietti, yeah. In
0: that it ruins the hand washing experience?
1: No, in that it doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> foam soap um, ruins yes. every
0: restaurant it goes into.
1: <laughs> Uh, this episode brought to you by Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. Triple D, (laughs) yeah,
0: the Triple D. Uh, this this by the way, I I know that Bailey Brown is getting credit via Facebook, but this is something that has come up over and over again. People have asked on Twitter. I'm pretty sure I've seen it in email. Uh, it's in the new uh, Facebook group. I'm pretty sure I saw it on Reddit too. I, Bailey was the first one there, but a lot of people have suggested this. Why do you think people feel that strongly about soap? Cause you know, this show is about arguments that people have in a bar. And I can't yeah. think of, of a time I've argued with somebody over different types of soap.
1: Uh, I don't know that I have either, but if Bailey is arguing about it and if other people are arguing about it, we're going to get to the bottom of it. But you do have feel like I have strong feelings about it, too. And I don't know. I have I have excited feelings because this episode has afforded me what I love to do on this show, which is dig into the history of a of a small thing.
0: Well, then I'm going to I'm going to turn the keys over to you. How do you Ooh. want to go through this? Because obviously I'm okay letting foam soap go. It's, it's relatively new. Like you pointed out, if you don't know how to wash your hands well enough to make foam, maybe you should surrender your hands. <laughs> to what? The Sultan that created the Taj Mahal?
1: hmm. He'll cut your
0: hands yeah. off and he'll make it. You'll be part of the Taj Mahal permanently.
1: You'll be in the yeah, hand. Wing. And you will, and you'll never be able to make anything as beautiful again.
0: Yeah. But you'll have two hooks. And mm-hmm. isn't that, but each one will be like the, the hooks that, where they separate and you can pick stuff up. So you'll be fine. It'll be like the best years of our lives. Um,
1: so <laughs> let me go, uh, let's go. We'll start with a little bit of the history because I think that is kind of, uh, it, it gives one of them a particular leg up, I feel. Okay. Um, but, uh, but also just because it's kind of fascinating to me because I never knew what soap was. You know what I mean? I've used soap my whole life, but I've never really known exactly what made soap. And Mark, it turns out there are basically two ingredients in soap. Mark.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you high right now? Cause it sounds like a kind of a high question to ask.
1: Hey man. Uh, I'm not right now, but if you would like me to get there, I'm happy to oblige. Nope. Keep going. Great. We have young listeners in the audience. Those were jokes. <laughs> he means high off the smell of soap. Yeah, exactly. Um so there are two ingredients in soap. Uh fat of some sort, uh frequently it has been tallow in the past or animal fat or assorted oils like olive oil and the other ingredient is lye, which is sodium hydroxide or potassium hydroxide and uh it is a a liquid metal hydroxide that is uh, mixed with oil, and when they combine together a chemical reaction forms, I don't know anything about chemistry, but it creates soap. And the first use of it was in uh around 2800 BC, was when the first bar soap was invented by the Babylonians. Uh, so the Babylonians, if you're going to go back into your ancient uh, civilizations, sure, they may have enslaved the Jews for like 40 years, that's all. <laughs> um, but they did smell nice while they did it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, that, uh, so that's 2800 BC. Bar soap is invented. All right. Fast forward to 1865. Did not think I was going to go that far, did ya? Didn't. Uh, William Shepard, uh, is the first one credited with inventing liquid soap. Uh, but it was, it, there were probably liquid soaps already around because his patent said improved liquid soap. Uh, so. He figured out how to add soap to ammonia or hartshorn, uh, which produced a thickened liquid uh, that became liquid soap. It was used mostly industrially for a very long time. Can you guess when liquid soap, liquid hand soap, was first mass produced? 1975. Wow. Surprisingly close, Hal. I thought you were going to go a lot earlier than that. Uh, 1980, soft soap was invented, and that was the first liquid hand soap. Now, liquid soap had been around mostly, like I said, for industrial uses. In 1898, a man named B.J. Johnson of the B.J. Johnson Soap Company developed a soap made out of palm oil and olive oil. Uh, that became the dish soap, Palm Olive, which is still, uh, super popular today. Ah, oh, okay. But as far as liquid hand soap goes, That was invented in, or that was first mass produced in 1980. Now detergents are a totally different thing than soaps. Detergents are made synthetically and those first came around after World War II when there was not enough of the, uh, other materials, oil, fats, lye, uh, to go around. Mark. So there is your very brief history of soap. And I say all that to say bar soap has a leg up because it has existed for almost 5,000 years longer.
0: Mark. What? Are you the guy where when you go on vacation to like a new city and like the most (laughs) boring museum on earth is there, that you have to go to that museum and see what's in it? Are you
1: calling me boring, Hal? Did my story about the history of soap bore you? I didn't say either of those things. I'm just asking a question. And to answer your question, yes, I am. Okay. And I was very upset that the Museum of Morbid Anatomy down the street from me just closed. What is that? Is that like, here's a weird toe. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like sort of neo-gothic Brooklyn hipsters who created a taxidermy museum. Doesn't this skeleton? Taxidermy and a little bit like, uh, a little bit like Vincent D'Onofrio's head in the cell. (laughs)
0: Look at this foot. Doesn't it look like it's in the cure? So morbid. (laughs) You know what? This knee, its parents don't understand it. This is some morbid anatomy right here. All it wants to do is listen to Bauhaus with a candle lit. That's all it wants. (laughs) so morbid. Look at this this ear over here. Oh, man. Let me tell you about this ear. This ear dresses like it was in The Matrix. But it was doing it in, like, the early 90s. Just super dark. Before
1: the movie came out.
0: Yeah, just so dark. This
1: ear is, like, I only, like... And this ear over here never listens to me. Yeah, this, this ear's
0: really into Tim Burton's early work, but not Pee-wee.
1: <laughs> oh, if anybody is into Tim Burton's early work and doesn't like Pee-wee, they're a jerk. Uh. Um, all right, so there's your, there's your brief history. Shut up if I'm a dad that likes to go to all the dumb museums and read everything in it. Hey, this, um,
0: this set of teeth was at the opening night of The Craft.
1: Can we talk about
0: soap? Yeah. Well, here's my question. Okay. What are we trying to figure out here?
1: What's, because what is better?
0: Bar, there's bar soap and there's liquid soap, but liquid soap covers a lot of stuff. I know there's detergent. We're not going to talk about detergent, mm-hmm. although that is yes, technically because it's synthetic a soap. But like palm olive, that's liquid soap.
1: Yes. And that, I think, that's where liquid soap has a leg up. Now we're going to we're – let's talk about 2017. We're going to talk about this year right now, Mm -hmm. liquid soaps versus solid soaps. I just wanted to give the bar of soap its due because it is 5,000 years old. Sure. Do you have a favorite brand? Do you have like a brand of soap that's your favorite? Yeah. I don't like anything that's super moisturizing because it feels like lotion and I don't like lotion because it makes me feel – my skin feel all slimy. Uh Uh-huh. So – I like the one that dries you out the most. Which turns out is uh I think it's like zest cool blast or Irish spring icy retreat. Is the is the smell important to you? Oh yeah, sure. I want something that's going to smell uh clean and v- I, all right. If it's shower soap, like a bar of soap. I'm a bar of soap guy in the shower, not really a shower gel guy. Okay. Um I like a bar soap and yeah, there's something sort of clean and fresh about that, like coast or zest or Irish spring, those very piquant flavors that are, is that the, would that be the right word for it? Strong, strong, clean scents. Okay. Now in hand soaps, I like to get freaky. I will get the, I will get the plum and bergamot. I will get me some. Rosemary and lavender, you know, like I'll get the crazy stuff for the hand soap because oh. hand soap is like the candy of soaps, and shower soap is like the meal.
0: Oh, Mark, I love you so much. <laughs> you are you too. You are family to me. I, I just, <laughs> I can't. I, it makes me so happy to hear you talk about soap so lovingly.
1: <laughs> Look, I,
0: I'm a big soap fan. Is there a strong scent of liquid soap or of any soap that that is? like a turn off to you that you do not like at all that like it's too strong. What, what is it?
1: Um, so my roommate Katie and I for Halloween got this little adorable little pumpkin full of soap. It would look like a little jack-o'-lantern. Uh-huh. What we did not realize when we bought it is the soap is pumpkin scented. Woof. And it is terrible. (laughs) so,
0: Smells like a Yankee candle store.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it smells like a Yankee candle store if they had a back order of pumpkin candles from like seven or eight years ago and (laughs) shipped them off to the dollar store. Oh God. I think every, where they sat next to the hot dogs for a very long time. I think
0: every Yankee candle store should just be filled with fainting couches because it's, the smell is so strong. (laughs) There's no way that they don't have like a protocol, like, all right. Uh, welcome to your first date, Yankee Candle. Just so you know, people will pass out in here. There's a lot mm-hmm. of strong smells. That's Sure.
1: <laughs> a lot of pearl clutching. And if you hear the phrase, I declare, you have to run over and catch them.
0: As soon as you hear that first flutter of the hand fan, you've got to be on top of it
1: because you do not have a lot of time. No, man. Like I said, we're staying in 2017. It's not a hand fan anymore. It's one of those spray fans that they give you at a theme park. <laughs> I never – And by give you, I mean sell you for $20. bucks.
0: i have never had one of those, but I've always really wanted one and the, the price point is what stopped. Like I love the idea that you have something that is a fan and missed you. I don't mm-hmm. know why I think that's such a big uh selling point.
1: The, the, which is the bigger selling point that it is a fan that mists you or that it's a spray bottle with a fan on it
0: i they're both just uh, wondrous
1: to me <laughs> i guess it doesn't take much um <laughs> but uh yeah i want to know your feelings on soap cuz clearly i've i've laid mine out there
0: so bar soap well let me let me address showering first mm-hmm. i have two different soaps right now in my shower for, for me, mm-hmm. I've got a bar of soap that is a dove, sensitive skin, unscented. <clears throat> oh, that is Jennifer's brand of soap that I, that I just, I'm fine with it. It's, it's good. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't have no scent to it. Sometimes unscented soap smells like rubber and this doesn't. Yeah. I don't like unscented soap. It's a nice, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's not unscented. It's just bad scented. Mm-hmm. It,
1: it literally does smell
0: like, like gross, like it smells like a tire store.
1: Um <laughs> by the way uh a tire store to me smells really clean. Does it? Like there's uh, well yeah I think the smell of new tires to me I uh, sort of correlate with the smell of new car which I think is a very like fresh start kind of smell. Okay. I I, I didn't mean to interrupt please. No continue. no I understand.
0: Uh but my my favorite brands of so that soap is a is a fine soap. It's very nice. Your skin feels soft afterwards, but it doesn't have that oily feeling. The other thing I have is like a Dove Care. It's a giant pump bottle and it's Dove Care and it's a face and body wash, uh, mm-hmm. which I like because I like to use a separate face wash. Um, and I did not buy my, my normal brand, which I think is a soft soap. It's like a, it's called like morning burst and it's got little beads <laughs> in it and stuff. I love it. I love, man, I love soap it. names. Yeah. It's, <laughs> they really are selling a dream. In every bottle or bar. I also, uh, my, my favorite bar soaps though are Irish Spring. Oh yeah. Uh, um, big fan. I like, I like Lever 2000, which is what my parents just had in the house. And I like mm-hmm. it. I think it's got a, 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 a very clean scent to it.
1: But also. Do you buy it for nostalgia?
0: Uh, I buy it because yeah, I must because I like the scent. Not only is it a Mm -hmm. is it a good clean scent, but it it reminds me of home, and it reminds me specifically of the house that my father lives in now, which is the last house I ever lived in with my parents. Mm -hmm. So that was the soap that
1: that was the soap du jour at that time. I wonder because I uh I had that as my soap du jour around the same time. Yeah, and I wonder if it's because that's right around when Lever 2000 was released. And the name Lever 2000 made it sound like a super futuristic soap that everybody would want to get. They were like – and the commercials, I remember like, we are introducing a new soap, Lever 2000. It is for all of your 2000 parts. That was their ad campaign. And I remember like, I got to get this soap. I don't know how much of my body Irish Spring is missing.
0: This is like uh, – their commercial was like, Lever 2000, one reason why 2001 won't be like 2001. Um, <laughs> uh, but my favorite soap is zest. And the, yeah. the reason why is because of the commercials that were, that were on TV when when we were kids, where they would go, you're not fully clean unless you're zest fully clean. Uh, but it was always a guy like drying himself. And at the end, he would like flay his arms out with the towel. So, so he had his back to the camera and he had the mm-hmm. towel spread out over him. Like he, like he sure. was a soccer player who just won the world cup. Showing
1: his junk to the tub like it's a threat.
0: Just showing it. Yeah. Just dominating that tub. And, <laughs> but the towel looks like the, the, the zest packaging. Now, what yeah. I loved about it is like the way he dried himself off. I just looked at it. I was like, that's freedom. <laughs> and I want to feel freedom that freedom from what? A freedom from worry, Mark. Freedom from the, from the, the, the hamster wheel that life can become for those seconds that, that you're, that you're lathering yourself up with a rich lather of, of zest and then and then <laughs> rinsing it off and then showing your genitals to the tub because you mean business and using your – And also because the camera
1: is on the other side showing the towel.
0: That's true because the camera is shooting the towel. But we know the real mm. reason. It's because that tub yeah. got a little lippy. And <laughs> just like that, he's is like – By the way,
1: when someone gets lippy with you, is that what you do?
0: Well, there's got to be some reason I'm not allowed in the subway in my neighborhood. Might as well be that. <laughs> but that I, there was something about that that really did seem like that guy's got it figured out. I, like that is the most effective advertising I think on me ever. And I can't was the Zest commercial. I am I am forty years old, Mark, and I still think about it like, yeah, that is what Zest is. Zest is like freedom and carefree, and I've got a Zest for life, and I've. I feel great, and today's gonna to be the best day ever because I use this soap, and because I've
1: dried myself off like this, I agree with you a hundred percent i um I would do because there was a thing that he did in that commercial where he got in the shower and then he took a big old whiff of the soap mm-hmm. and like that woke him up, yes, was taking that big so i always I always associated zest soap with waking me up and now Irish spring soap, if we're going on the commercials, right. Irish spring soap. Do you remember it was an Irishman walking through a field and then he takes a bar of soap and he would take a pocket knife and shave off the top of it? Yes, I love that. I love that so much that my mom had to say, Mark, stop getting the knives from the kitchen <laughs> and cutting a chunk out of every bar of Irish spring. <laughs> what is up with both of us being super influenced by the soap commercials of our childhood? I don't know. Well, you know what? The, that's when, you know, back then advertising was really good. Um, but I, he said from his rocking chair.
0: Exactly, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sipping on my Bartles and James wine cooler. Uh, I, I, I don't know what it is that that idea of it's so funny you brought that up because I was about to say I loved and I couldn't remember if it was Zest. I knew it happened in Irish Spring, but I thought maybe it happened with Zest as well. The idea of like. I'm going to pull out this bar of soap and I'm just going to carve like the perfect layer off the top. No idea Mm -hmm. why. I can only assume it's to really scare that tub because it didn't get the message when (laughs) when it saw your genitals. (laughs) But like there's something about that like, yeah, that's that is the equivalent of smelling the cork or checking the legs on a glass of wine. You carve off a thin layer from the side of the soap bar and then you smell it and that's Mm -hmm. how you know how old it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also what neighborhood that particular bar of soap lives in and how often it gets walked. <laughs> While we're on the subject of soap commercials. Yes. Do you remember the name of the fictional soap that was uh, the very first Energizer Bunny commercial? No. Do you remember the Energizer Bunny commercials? It was originally, it was a short commercial and it was just, he keeps going and going and going. And then another like fake out commercial would start and then the Energizer Bunny would cross through that commercial. Yes, I do remember that. It was a parody of these Zest commercials and it was called Alarm. <laughs> do you remember this? And they even had their own jingle. It was Alarm, it'll start your day. Alarm, you'll be on your way. <laughs> I don't remember. And then the Energizer Bunny came through. No, that's great though. So I had to get Zest or Irish Spring because I couldn't get Alarm. Do you remember before the Energizer Bunny
0: when it was that Australian guy who would like march through subway trains and buses and scare people?
1: And then he'd be like, Energizer, the better battery, oi! Like he would yell at people. Do you remember that? that? Don't remember that, no. Oh man. Well, you're significantly older than I am.
0: Yes, I'm way older. No, he looked like. Like like Dolph Lundgren type, but like like if mm-hmm. Susan Powder and Dolph Lundgren were were like uh, like somebody tried to make a monster out of the two sure. of them
1: together. So Dolph Lundgren and Lady Dolph Lundgren.
0: Yes, the scariest parts of both combined formed this Australia guy who would march around and be like, and it joys in the bed at bold blooded battery, battery oi and that was that was the catchphrase was oi. Which is really weird, but I think it was around the time Crocodile Dundee was popular, so it was we all had like ah. Australia fever, and I have no that guy could have been like the, the like some high ranking government official in Australia who just came over here and turned <laughs> into like a battery clown
1: for money, or he could have been an actor from Sherman Oaks who did a really good Aussie voice. Could and have And they're like, hey, uh look, I like this commercial, but uh, can we make this guy Australian?
0: <laughs> it's really big. You know that crocodile Dundee. Can we get a guy who looks sort of Australian? We'll put him in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what you do you go, that's not a battery. This is a battery. Yeah. Do that.
0: Yeah, that hold up the D cell because that's the biggest one we got.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and action. Ooh. All right, um Let him say oi. So- uh but I, so you and I sound like we're both big fans of bar soap. We
0: are. Well, I want to go back to in the shower and bring up mm. uh something about liquid soap again.
1: All right, I'll go get in the shower right now. Jump in. <laughs> here's
0: Wait. here's a beer and an apple pie for me.
1: <laughs> um
0: Ooh, callbacks. That's right. We <laughs> were very set. It was such a meta episode. Uh there there are varieties of like axe soaps. Mhm. Where, and, and I think there are other, there are definitely other brands that do this where it is a combination. I think Dial's done it. It is a, a body wash and it is mm-hmm. a shampoo. Yeah. So it can clean everything. And I mm-hmm. don't trust it because I feel like you use different things to wash your hair. Like you could take a bar of soap and use it to wash your hair. It wouldn't be yeah. that great. So when it comes to washing your hair, liquid soap wins because it's shampoo, but I don't trust I do not trust that soap to work well in either direction. Like I, I treat it the way that the insane clown posse treats magnets. I don't understand how it works.
1: <laughs> and because of that, um, very distraught. I will, I'll, I'll throw this at you. Go ahead. Actually, I have found out in my research that body wash, not liquid soap body wash is only slightly different. It was chemically created late much later on to get a lot foamier and also to not leave any residue um which bar soaps can do and some liquid soaps can do but uh if body wash, if it has a conditioning agent in it, they're all basically the same. They're all basically just shampoo. it's just how they're labeled okay uh, they all kind of have the same stuff in them. Someone who knows chemistry is probably going to prove me wrong on that, but that is in, in my reading, that's what I've discovered. I have not ever personally tried the three in one, which is the shampoo, conditioner and body wash, but apparently it's completely innocuous and fine to use.
0: Yeah. But all that stuff, like liquid soap, I feel like I need to use more to get the same job done than I do with bar mm-hmm. soap. So in, in the shower, you, you know, like it feels like you take like a handful and you do your upper mm-hmm. body. And then you're like, "Well, I gotta do my back, so I'll get another handful, and now I' gotta go underarmed and arms and hands
1: are you well what are you using are you using a
0: washcloth or like a, a poof um, I'll use my hands, and then for my back, I have a long handle brush so I can mm-hmm. be like an old guy in a in a <laughs> like a in steel a tiny tub. silver tub yeah. yeah.
1: Um uh I I think that may be part of your problem because if you use a poof or a washcloth you don't have to use that much it kind of stays foamy the whole time.
0: I don't want to use something uh that, I know this is weird. I don't want to use something on my crotch area and my mm-hmm. and my hole area that I'm also mm-hmm. going to rub all over my face and neck and back.
1: Uh you do that with a bar of soap?
0: Yeah, but I don't rub the bar of soap on me. I get it all lathered up and then I use my hands. And then
1: I then I oh, rinse really? off. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just use the bar of soap. Like, I just kind of like, you know, it just let that thing glide all over, man. Yeah. You know who taught me that? That dude from that zest commercial.
0: Oh, yeah. That is how he did it. That, like, I can't, I, our, our Lord and Savior, the zest father has brought us many things, Mm. but where I part with him is, is in the method of soaping up. I don't rub, uh, uh, a a bar of soap all over my body. Just like, it's just going to get hair on it which is kind of gross. Like, I don't want to pick <laughs> hair out of it. I just okay. want to – I just soap it up. I get my hands nice and lathery. It's nice. It feels good. Then you can, like, massage your shoulders and stuff, stretch okay. your neck out.
1: I, I, you don't have to defend it. I. It's a totally valid way to take a shower. I kind I'm sure. of feel like I do. <laughs> Not to you. I just feel like I have to defend it. To the, general. To the general public at large? Yes. All right. Um. <laughs> Uh I've tried a lot of body wash and the poof route. It works for me really well on uh on vacations. What, because uh, if I'm traveling, I can just throw all of that back in the bag. It's tough unless you bring a Ziploc bag to keep, you know, uh carrying a bar of soap around. Do you bring a bar you of soap I mean, with you? You do, don't you? I will take a bar of soap with me. Yeah. But you know most if places If I'm not if I'm not staying in a hotel, if so if you go to someone's house,
0: you will use, uh, your own bar of soap. You will not use will their soap. F-
1: I will fre- no, this is why I say when I travel, I will frequently have my own body wash and poof with me. Right. But well, so you have just use your that. own.
0: You, but you, you would not use somebody else's, uh,
1: bar no, soap. No, no, it doesn't, it doesn't like gross me out or anything. I've yeah, done it on many occasions. I just didn't know. If I'm I was honestly weird. surprised that that doesn't gross you out.
0: No, it doesn't. I don't I'm not as big of a of a, of a germaphobe as you think I am.
1: How I've created a narrative for you. Okay, that's fair. I'll I'll play into it. I'm terrified. <laughs> so scared of other people's soap. Um so here's the leg up that liquid soap has right now is that it is also the best dish soap, the best laundry soap, and the best shampoo. I don't know if I've ever seen a bar of shampoo before. Uh, the things bar soap has going for it. It is, uh, been around for a lot longer. So it has had way more of an impact on the world. Uh, and it is superior in the shower. We both find because of, uh, our Lord and Savior, the Zest Father.
0: Yes, of course. May, long may his towel snap. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, that's fair to say. I, I, but we have to pick one. We do have to pick one. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we take a quick break and wash off uh-huh. all the analysis we've done and mm-hmm. everybody here can get a little break uh, and and hear from from some of the other folks in the Maximum Fun Network. How does that sound?
1: That sounds great. All right. Let's do that. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Travis McElroy. And I'm Griffin McElroy. And this is our serious promo. No g- horsing
0: around, you two. If you like just three gentlemen being adults about topics and giving advice for them to them. My Brother, My Brother, and Me is a podcast for you
1: serious-minded adults. No monkey shines, no falderall. Hey, let me ask you a question. How sophisticated is your palate?
0: <laughs> you like Merlot?
1: <laughs> Our show is basically like the Merlot and dark chocolate of podcasts.
0: You gotta be grown up to like them.
1: Our podcast is Toilet Wine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the Toilet Wine of
0: podcasts every Monday right here at MaximumFun.org. My name is Patrick. My name is Parker. Max FunCon has been a huge inspiration in my life. Now I have this network of friends that I've made that span literally across the entire globe, and they're some of my favorite people in the world.
1: I truly cannot believe the amount of wonderful and lasting friendships that have come out of this. If you
0: feel like you might not fit in, as long as you're a good person, you'll fit in because everyone there... Is good and amazing and kind and wonderful, and you should absolutely go. It will be the best decision of your life.
1: Make a ton of new friends like Parker and Patrick at Max FunCon. Tickets for Max FunCon and Max FunCon East are on sale now at maxfuncon.com. All right. Do you feel clean? I do. Super clean. How clean? I'm very wet though, right now. Um, because I took a whole shower. Did you just wash your hands? Yeah. Oh, I took a whole shower. I did, but I used a poof to do it. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> There's got to be somebody that uses a poof to wash their hands. You ever used a loofah? Uh, I have used a loofah. I don't, they scare me. <laughs> Why? They're just too rough. Aw. Well, you do use that dove sensitive skin. Yeah. smells like rubber shampoo or soap, I mean.
0: Well, and also I, <laughs> I'm, I'm like a, I'm very sensitive. I think uh, I have a lot of tactile sensitivity. I'll give you an example. Like if I, I could be in the most pain in the world, the most like sore possible. But if I, if I were to go get a massage, I'd be like the lightest pressure. Like I don't want you to, I
1: don't want you to get (laughs) in
0: there. Like you have something to prove and work it out.
1: Oh man. I, I like the, I like it when they dig, dig down in there. Really? Like get in there. I want to, f- I want you to like, I want you to like pierce a lung. Your elbow is in my back so far, but it hurts. Yeah. But then when you come out, you're like, Oh man, it's all loosened up and ready to roll. You just want someone to rub you. <laughs> Do you need a rub down, Hal? I'll give you a rub down, but I'll tell you this, Hal. I'll scrub down until I get to skeleton with that elbow. Don't. Oh God.
0: <laughs> oh, and then you can all be right. in the morbid museum of anatomy oh did you know that this nose uh oh, was God. the first <laughs> was the first body part to discover my chemical romance <laughs> so morbid
1: so you know morbid. what morbid how how yeah you know what we should do what much like my chemical romance carry on <laughs> i don't know any songs by them but i assume that's one <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're really fun, actually. I kind of like My Chemical Romance. I'm sure they're great. I've nothing against them. Their songs are super hooky. And speaking of hooky, you won't have those hook hands if you wash your hands regularly with either bar or liquid soap.
0: Yes. Now, my understanding is – so I we were just uh very recently on the Joko Cruise. And on a cruise, mm-hmm. they have you wash your hands constantly. You're not supposed to touch your face with your oh, hands yeah. because they're – the if a disease spreads, it's gonna just, dis- it's gonna spread really quickly. So they have, um, hand sanitizer set up mm. all over, not foam, or maybe it is foam. It's either foam no, no, or No, 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 it's the,
1: it's the good stuff. Okay, it's liquid. Uh, Actually, foam out. hand sanitizer, I don't mind terribly. But i because you need such a minimal amount of it.
0: Right. But I've heard from, first of all, there, they, a lot of them are, have a high alcohol content so it will dry your hands out. So it's not good to wash mm-hmm. with it all the time because right. if you damage your skin, it gets cracks and then it's actually more vulnerable, uh, instead of less
1: vulnerable. Right. But also don't drink it even though it has alcohol.
0: Yes. I have heard, uh, one of my best friends, Damien is a, is a nurse and I've heard, mm-hmm. I don't forget if he said it or if it was a conversation that, that Jennifer and, and he and I and his wife Margie were having that water has to pass over your hands for them to actually be clean. So so that hand sanitizer actually doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Then on the on the boat, I was sitting with uh Justin and, and uh Sydney McElroy and Sydney of course is a doctor and I said, Is that true? She said, Actually, hand sanitizer does work. You just have to let it dry. So if oh, okay. if you have it on your hands and your hands are still wet and you come into contact with stuff, it's not it's not done its job yet. It's gotta dry right. out. That's that's how you know.
1: Yeah. But that's when, that's when it's killed everything in its path.
0: Right. But that being said, like, yes. I like to, I love the feeling of, like some warm water and like, it feels better to, to wash your hands that way. I like that. Like, hand sanitizer is like, you have to.
1: Yeah. It's a hand sanitizer is a nice substitute, but get in there and scrub your hands, you know? Exactly. Like, it feels good, especially walking around New York City all day. Uh, sure. you know, it's, you, you, you don't know what's out there. And, and every once in a while you're like, you know what? I've just got city crud on me and have for a whole day now. So let me, uh, let me pop into the Starbucks and stand in line for 40 minutes and then go in and wash my hands. <laughs> exactly. Now, when you wash your hands, mm-hmm.
0: would you rather use a liquid? And I like the soft soaps. I like the watermelon scent very much. Um, mm-hmm. anything that's a citrus scent, I like. I do not like vanilla scents.
1: Uh, I like the vanilla stuff, like uh, hand soaps. Liquid soap to me, I am down for whatever because they have figured out some crazy fun flavors, except for that pumpkin one. Right. Flavor sense, you know what I mean. Um I'm not drinking it. Would you rather Uh, use a liquid soap to wash your hands or a bar soap? If you if you I'd rather use a liquid soap to wash my hands. More
0: sanitary in public, is that why?
1: Yes. Oh, if I go to like a bar or something that has a bar of soap next to the sink, it's always disgusting. Sure. Sure, of course. Um it sounds like, I don't know, I'm, I'm looking at weighing the pros and cons of these. And even though bar soap has been around forever, uh, I feel like the science has kind of been perfected with liquid soap. Even though I'm a guy that uses, uh, bar soap in a shower on a daily basis, um, liquid soap has so many more uses. It seems more useful it's shampoo it's uh it's deter not detergent so much but um uh it it's dish soap dish soap thank you um there's it just feels like there are more uses for it and i can find it in way better and way more varied scents that said I don't know if I'm willing to vote against our Lord and Savior, the Zest Father. You
0: know, I, I was sitting here thinking – because I don't listen to you when you talk. I was sitting here thinking <laughs> <laughs> that uh, – I was like, well, here's the – bar soap has an ace in the hole. And I th- – Okay. I, here's what I was thinking. Like if you do work on like a uh, automobile or if you're doing uh, work building a stage or something and you get grease all over your hands and grime, what do you uh-huh. do to get it out? You get a bar of lava soap. Like, the most Mm -hmm. powerful soap that just really, like, gets your hands clean. But then I realized, you know what lava did?
1: Uh, Destroyed the city of Pompeii.
0: That's right. And I cannot in good conscience. (laughs) (laughs) No, they have a liquid soap (laughs) that works just as well. So you can do the hand pump version. And it feels like you've done – it feels like the liquid soap has done some of the work for you.
1: Yeah, liquid pumice soap. Uh if you're a a person that needs to really get under the fingernails. Yeah, I mean it uh, works great. I've used it before. And that that's foam how I soap does too much of the work for you. Okay. Um have we talked about we haven't talked about powdered soap. No, it's garbage. Have you ever used powdered soap? No. Oh, I actually really like powdered soap. Where do you encounter Well, I guess I guess Oh, it's just to... like it's it was a Christmas gift from my uh sister-in-law and it's this like super bougie uh powder that you scrub in your hands. It's like got pumice in it, and it's powdered soap, and it is, it is lovely.
0: Where did she get
1: it for you? Did she go to 1906? She did. She went to 1906 to an apothecary. Oh. And it's in a little glass jar with a little wooden tra- uh, trowel.
0: Yeah, I mean, powdered soap is – it's – It's not on the list,
1: but yeah. I wanted to give it an honorable mention. Yeah,
0: sure. It exists. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure now, because it's all fancy and stuff, – Mm-hmm. That that's, you know, like, ooh, I prefer a powdered soap because it really does a great job and I get to keep it in a little jar by my sink. I mean, it's cool. I'm sure it was a great gift. I I, I really like it. I believe that Gina did a great job getting you a gift.
1: Oh, no, my sister-in-law. This is Tiffany.
0: Oh, this is Tiffany. I thought it was Gina. Well, Tiffany, I'm sure you did a great job. I've met you as
1: well, Tiffany. I met you in Seattle. My apologies. That's right. Hi, Gabe. When my brother brought food from his restaurant, Buzz Marketing, the Boar's Nest in Ballard, in Seattle, and it's delicious. Best barbecue sauce I've ever had. There you go, Bar None. For for
0: for real, for real. Um, but yeah, it's not powdered soap. I'm sure it's fine. But this is. It sounds like, and I don't want to go against the Zest Father either. Long, Mm -hmm. long may his towel wave. Long may the bathtub know who its master is. Mm -hmm. Long may we be fully clean. But if the problem with foam soap is that it does too much of the work for you because you're already lathered up. And I would say the flip side of that is that bar soap maybe doesn't do enough of the work. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you get a bar of soap that does not foam up well. You don't get a good lather going right away and it takes a while. But with liquid soap – You get the lather right away. And I'm not saying it's like Survivor and people are trying to make fire. I'm saying like it's just like the bar soap is a little bit dry or it's just like you kind of have to work with it for a little while to get a good lather going. But liquid soap,
1: you get pretty much a good lather right away. Would you agree with that? Uh, I don't know. I think that has more to do with the hardness of the water. Than the soap. But liquid soap, you can definitely – yeah, I think you can definitely lather up liquid soap faster. But I don't think that bar soap is unlatherable. Right. Um, I – this is a tough one. It is a tough one. Do we both – I didn't think this would be as difficult as it is.
0: I didn't either. Do we both want to say liquid soap but we're afraid that we're going to disappoint the zest father? That might be
1: it. Let me throw one more, let me throw one more criteria out and we'll see if this one helps. Okay. Um, when you, when you have almost run out of soap, which one is more infuriating? Is it more infuriating to get the airy pump sound and then you have to put a little bit of water in it and shake it up and then you get a little more soap? Right. Or is it more infuriating to have the teeny tiny little sliver?
0: I would say if I had to to run out of one before the other, I would. Mm-hmm. I would personally, I would rather run out of liquid soap because you can go get your bar of soap and use it to wash your hands. You can't take a little bottle of like cinnamon scrub
1: soft soap and use it to wash your entire body. The, oh no, no, I'm not talking about when you're completely out. But that's a very that's another very good point. Well, um, I mean, I, by by that, I, I mean, I mean when you're at the very end of it. To me. The little tiny sliver of bar soap is so infuriatingly difficult to use. And then it becomes translucent and then it disintegrates into the drain. Whereas I know when liquid soap is running out that I've got another, I've got another bit of gas in the reserve tank. If I just pour a little bit of water in there and shake it up.
0: Right. But then, then when you pump it, you're used to pumping it and getting a little more resistance. So it like squirts out further. Sure. You're like, oh, everybody's going to think I peed myself. Um, I didn't. <laughs> I swear I
1: didn't. <laughs> I soaped peed myself. Uh, can I throw a little, a little, uh, trick out there that I like to do? Sure. This was a life hack that I saw once that I loved. When a bar of soap gets to that small, flimsy state, grab another bar of soap, use that one for your shower, cause it'll be way less infuriating. Then take, while they're both wet, take that little sliver of soap slap it onto the big bar of soap and it just will adhere to it and make it a super giant or bar of soap.
0: Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, um, also I have a little life hack of my own. Ooh. When you, if you do like I do where like I turn the bar of soap in my hand, to Mm -hmm. soap it up, eventually what happens is you wear the middle, but the ends stay a little thicker. So it breaks in half. Mm -hmm. When that happens, you can mush it together and make soap ball. Ooh, soap ball. Like a big soap ball for yourself. More like a soap
1: lump. It's not really a ball. You know what we should do? What? We should invite all of the listeners and have a soap ball.
0: Listen, when is the soap ball going to be – the next time we're, uh, we're doing a live performance, we're going to make it the soap ball.
1: Ooh. Are we going to do like uh, clubs used to do in the late 90s and early 2000s when they would pump the music and fill the dance floor with foam?
0: Yeah. Why wouldn't we?
1: Yeah. Do you remember those? I always had a good time at those the three times that I went. And then I was like, this is really unsanitary. I
0: know they happened, but I was probably at home.
1: <laughs> that was <laughs> fair.
0: I was not interested, frankly.
1: You're like, this is gross. I'm not going to go to this club.
0: Yeah, like, no. I'm not interested. No, I don't want to.
1: Leave me alone. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> bothering me? Uh, all right. I, I, look, man, I feel like we have our answer. Uh I but, do, too. But luckily... You're the one that always says "asked and answered." So if anyone is going to upset our Lord and Savior, the Zest Father, it's going to be you. All right, uh, let us all bow our
0: heads, people of the world. O oh, Zest Father, who art in bathroom, hallowed be thy towel, thy soap be done. on tub mat as it is in shower curtain forever and ever amen amen that being said you can take your bars of soap throw them in the garbage throw them oh in God, there he's gonna get so mad throw them, i i will defy you zest father i am my he's own he's gonna man. show us his genitals just like he did to that tongue. don't i will if you do that i will lay on my back and show you my belly because i i will submit i don't want any trouble all I'm saying is, in your place, it, I don't want no trouble. <laughs> I don't want no trouble if I can't do that. That's not my character. No. Take your bar soap and just throw it in the garbage with your VCR, your Betamax, your tube television, cathode ray bullcrap. Cause you gotta change with the times, man. For the last 37 years, We've had the next wave in cleansing technology, in liquid soap. Finally, the government released its hold, and, and the military-industrial complex let go of liquid soap, and now it's for the people. You can use it to wash your face. You can clean your hair with it. can wash a dish. You can get down in that bee hole and clean it. I don't know how why, – why you could use the same thing. I know Mark explained it. I still don't trust that a liquid soap will effectively clean your hair and then you can take it and clean your back
1: and your armpits. Mm, I don't know about that. For some of us, all three of those things are, are hair. That's true. That's
0: true. Look, I'm, all I'm saying is – soap has lost. Oh. It makes me sad to think of somebody holding a bottle of soft soap on its side and trying to carve into it with a knife. It's just going to spill everywhere. It's not the same satisfying feeling. <sighs> Our nostalgia
1: lost this episode.
0: But, hey, you know what? You can get some liquid zest. You wash up with it. And then you can still get your zest towel out and snap it and just be free. Be free like the eagle. Be free like the salmon. Be free like the cougar. Just be free like your Dumbo out in the sky for the first time. And you're just experiencing the world through new eyes. Be free like that. Be free like the zest father. But in the battle of soaps, powder took a powder. The foam faded away and the bar is now behind bars because the winner Is liquid soap asked and answered? Thank you, Bailey Brown.
1: Thank you, Bailey Brown. And everyone else who suggested this topic. This topic is now closed. Before we move on to the closing credits of the show, I would like to shamelessly plug a commercial uh, for Irish Spring Body Wash. That I did a few years ago. You can find it online. It's me and the hilarious Scott Beaner from Groundlings and, uh, the WWE's Johnny Nitro, John Morrison, who is now on, uh, Lucha Underground, which is one of my new favorite shows. Wait, um, what? <laughs> I never showed you that? No. Oh, I'll show it to you sometime. Um, this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. A flame war is happening right now. The whole world is falling apart around me, but in a good way. Uh, you can email us at We Got This Podcast at
0: gmail.com or you can go to our new Facebook group. It's not new. It's just the place to be right now. It's our Facebook group, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. I'll bet you. Several people have already posted that commercial by the time they heard this episode for you to watch and enjoy and talk about with one another. Thank you to <laughs> producer Ken Plume. Thank you to researcher Kate McManus. Thank you to graphic designer Uri Kelman
1: and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thank you as always to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively. And of course, thank you to you, our listeners. We are not fully clean. Unless we're you fully clean. Thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Um, and we have a great time talking with each other and uh, talking with you. And let's keep doing it. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.